welcome to this week's episode of Tech Talk. I'm your host, Michael Amorgan, and with us this week we have two guests, Raquel. Hello. And Mally. So. Okay, so let's let's start this off right. Uh Ricky, Apple had released a new update for their iPhones, yeah? Yes. What was that all about? Well, it was an exclusive iPhone 10 update. And it's basically the fix, because they were having this issue for about a week or two, where like if you like go outside in like, extremely cold weather, you wouldn't be able to, the iPhone 10 to become non-responsive. So that update was basically to fix that. Okay. And I know I'd seen some articles about that. Um, some really interesting pictures that people put together, like quite literally an iPhone in a block of ice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Yeah, I saw a guy did a drop test with the iPhone in a block of ice, and then he dropped it on the floor. And I'm just like, isn't the ice going to kind of like cushion the foil, the foil, the fall? So the foil. <laughs> <laughs> well, not really, but because there's no internal moving parts in the actual iPhone, nothing will be able to transfer into. But yeah, no, it no. <laughs> yeah. Um. Not only that. Depending on like what it is, ice can sometimes be hotter than like someone's regular floor depending yeah. on the like the type of ice and like how hard it is yeah. so it was just frozen and it was like this little swoop type of bubble so that yeah. like it had like a good amount of ice at the bottom and then the phone was kind of like at the top yeah so the phone wouldn't have actually taken any damage but yeah. i saw the update and i was listening to some of the news reports and you gotta love the media sometimes they just know how to blow things out of proportion they, li they literally like you know when they're going out, out like they're literally going above and beyond when this guy standing up with paper in his, papers in his hand which obviously are indication of something important that news reports coming in that the iphone can't withstand cold weather find out what's up next at eight <laughs> it's the iphone it's a phone it's a cell it's a cell phone like the iphone 8's not the iphone 10's not blowing up and people are dying like dude like Take it down just a notch. Like, I know, wow. like, like, at the same time, the phones do the same thing when it gets hot. Like, when yeah. the phone gets too hot, yeah. it's it got a cool down and it shuts down. So, like, what's, the, what's the big to do? Yeah, I think like, oh, well, the big to do, to be oh. quite honest, is... ten. No, it's not so much as the 10. It's the fact that it's a high-end smartphone that most people in the world at least know about, if not want to use at least the, a good majority of the world it's kind of like when something happens with the samsung like the high-end samsung devices or look at what they did with the galaxy pixel just because it's a phone made by google yeah but like, they, I like media i feel like media set so hard to destroy the pixel they probably are like who knows what companies pay to have you know as much defamation happen it's kind of true just to find because that's what they pay for like let's just say the owners of fox have shares in apple the last thing they need is google coming out with a phone for free or you know anything like that it's very bad for business but yeah so i think what they tried to blow out of washes like oh well here in nebraska uh temperatures can hit below 30 degrees easy so that means everybody in nebraska is gonna have a non-functioning phone i'm pretty sure if you keep your phone in some sort of a case to keep it somewhat insulated it should be fine chill out not only no that intended. like you could just have it in your pocket for the most part and yeah your legs should keep it warm enough unless you're like so, really really cold climates and then that's kind of like yeah mm, maybe yeah <laughs> But even then, I'm pretty sure most phones won't have such functionality, unless it's like the original Nokia, you know, the one that survived the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, they just really just, just love to blow things out of proportion. I was like, 
this is going to be interesting just to watch him freak himself out for no reason. It's like, so what do you think? What do you think, Jenny? So like, yeah, I don't know. It seems like a really bad idea. Uh, Apple should have thought this way through, and then now they want to come. And now he's locked out again. One of the other. Oh, oh. oh. anymore oh. because he can't use it outside in cold weather. Like he wanted to dip it in cold water, and it's not really going to work. What do you think, Johnny? And they're just going back and forth. It's like, oh, I love the media sometimes. That's why I don't have. The one they probably have the phone, and they just they're like, okay, let's report this, and we're still going to use our phone no matter what. So. Exactly. The studio probably bought them the phones. Yeah. And now they're complaining. Like, I think the circumstances for the phone not working are are literally in extreme conditions. No one's gonna take their phone outside, rest in the snow, and be like, "Oh, my phone's not working in the snow." Duh. <laughs> That's not how this works. And then Vicky, um, or Nally. I mean, either one of you know. But did they finally resolve anything with the notification and the control panel? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. It only took them. It only took them like a whole, I don't know, two software versions. Like I was didn't address that in eleven point one. But yes, they finally now with eleven point two. Um, I think it's beta three. I think so. Beta four. I think yeah, it's three. Um, it's three. Yeah, beta three. They addressed the like the the connectivity toggles inside control center and how. When you tap them, it doesn't exactly turn it off. You have to now go into settings to turn off, um, like Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and so on. But it will just disconnect you from the Wi-Fi until tomorrow. But you're still able to use Wi-Fi for airdrop, um, personal hotspots, and location accuracy. So they're really not turning off anything like they yeah, used to. It's just disconnecting. Mm. I don't know. I don't know who gave them that brilliant idea. And it goes for the same way with Bluetooth. So like, if you turn it off from via control center, it's just going to like not connect. It's just basically not connected to a Bluetooth device until tomorrow. But however, it's going to still continue using, it's still going to still be able to use on your Apple Watch, your Apple Pencil, um, personal hotspots and hand off. And then now they give you, instead of like, I think, let me see how it was. Ah, instead of just being grayed out when you when you don't have it on, it now gives like a white shadow or like a white overlay. So essentially you rip your phone. Yep. And well, I see your phone's battery life, I should say. I feel like I feel like if you if this is just like like them moving the auto brightness. I think yeah. I think it's kinda of like that same thing. So like now nah, when I to turn like your Wi Fi or Bluetooth off. You have to basically do more work instead of being easy access in the control center, which it was originally placed there for. So what happened to let's simplify everything, make it easy to access everything, and but not now it's like, okay, we're going to do this, but to actually do what we think you, that you think you're going to be doing, you have to go yeah. and do a whole bunch yeah. of other stuff. Yep. I didn't wait until like, like they had this there for... From 11.0 and they just decided to, to like make reference to it in 11.2 sorry about and like that simple, and like a simple fix for this as well was they could uh, they could have basically allow you to 3d touch inside um inside the uh, after you already 3d touch inside the connectivity section for control setting just like 3d touch on on like wi-fi and go right there and like have like a little switch to turn it off like, I feel like that, like that would have been yeah. a simple solution. But now you got to go into settings, and if you don't have 3D Touch, and you can't just 3D Touch on settings, and then select Wi-Fi, and it prompts you to the, the Wi-Fi option. It's basically more work. Just like, just like auto brightness. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah, and like, they waited so, and like, they waited so, they waited so late to do it. I'm just there like, so, you guys didn't address this in 11.0, but now that the iPhone 10 is out, you know, everything's running smoothly, sales are up, you all now want to address it? Yep. Why not? Sounds like business to me. So, there was also some other interesting things that we kind of heard about this week. The face unlock. Sorry. Face ID. Face ID? Is being cracked by two different things now. 
one by a very elaborate mask which is using a mixture of 2d and 3d models put together to mimic someone's face and it unlocks it very easily like you you quite literally had it up against well the mask in front of it it unlocked it put it up to his face unlocked it and it's like okay yeah and it's not like it's a segmented thing he it's one continuous video and everything's moving so you can tell it's at least if it's not edited it's very well edited and the other well, one okay <laughs> the other one your kids can crack into your phone wait how? Is, it, is it kind of based off of genetics and how they have similar facial structures as the parents <laughs> yep exactly that's... that is it that is exactly it that's interesting. That's interesting. That's so good. now, so now we have twins, yeah, twins, and facial and like three well, and three. I saw a face. video where someone did a video with two twins trying to crack the other twin's phone, and it didn't really work. I don't know how okay. if that was a paid ad or what, but so I saw I saw I saw like about two videos where actually no, they, I saw one video where it had like three sets of twins yep. and it unlocked for them. Yep. Like they like they even switch places inside the room and it still works for them. And like I saw another one with an X set of twins. There's only one this time and it works for them. Yeah, that sounds about right. But the whole mask thing, that's, that's a, lot, a of lot of work. It is. <laughs> that's a little bit of work to map someone's face just to unlock their phone. That's like, like that. what is in this phone roof? That's like you know, them why are you so you see in spy movies? Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, so here's the thing. That can be a boon or a bust. Because let's, let's take a look at it. iPhones are, they're trying to sell iPhones and have people use those at, in government offices now. So that's a lot of government information. And, you know, depending on what you do, well, you might be a target. As for the regular Joe Blow, probably not unless, you know, you've got someone that knows you and has a lot of time on their hands but yeah when it comes to these governments and like corporations and stuff like that yeah you might have something to worry about like i'll be real with you uh if someone can get the four digit code or six digit code to my phone getting my face to get my phone is gonna be a lot more difficult <laughs> like like when I really think when you really think about it, it's like the work that you have to go through to try and mimic someone's face just to unlock their phone, it's easier to just cut off a finger, bro. <laughs> like if it's that serious, just cut off their finger and use that. But then... see, that's the thing. Like fingerprint technology, um, fingerprint unlocking, it actually needs to be connected to the human body. Like it, in the sense that it is, it, if you just cut off someone's finger, it's not gonna unlock the phone. I would have to have like a current like current blood flow during i'm holding it and my, I mean, my finger will be conductive i'm holding the finger mm -hmm. It'll... not like it, it actually has How to did, still be uh, a live person on. how do you know that you because raise questions now they have actually tested it oh interesting that's interesting that's interesting yeah i really want to know who gave who gave up their finger yeah. Like, who give up their dead family member's finger to let them test that? Yeah. I don't know. But it raises so many questions. So many okay, ethical just, questions, but yes. Yeah, it's probably just easier to beat your ass and then use your finger. Yeah, pretty much. Knock you unconscious or drug you, one of the two. Yeah. But, um, I mean, if they can do all that, then they can just put the phone up to your face anyway. So Yeah. It's like, unlock this. You can't be like, no. <laughs> You could ball a fist, but you can't be like, no, no, don't put the phone to my face. Ugh, that's so silly. The more we move ahead, the more we take a step back, eh? Yep. And then there was another thing. Of course, we all saw the hype up about Animojis, right? Yep. It doesn't need the facial camera. Like, it doesn't need the face ID or the, the true sense the ID. True true what is true depth yeah true depth, true depth. True depth, depth. Uh, sensors inside of it to use the face you can quite literally cover all of that up 
and it just uses the regular front-facing camera to do all that. Yeah, sounds about right. Yep, sounds about sounds like typical Apple. So essentially, them their reasoning behind why it's not working on the iPhone eight is quite possibly bullcrap. <laughs> They need something exclusive to, like, you know, draw people closer to the 10, minus the the edge-to-edge screen. I think that's that's gotta be it. They they quite literally just save like the extra feature for their newer their newer phone. So I don't know. That's feels bad, man. Yeah. And sorry, you were saying something else. No, no, no. Okay. The last thing I also heard about was the iPhone 9 will quite possibly be using lasers in the back as a 3D depth sensor. Why? I'm wondering the same thing. <laughs> Why, though? That just sounds like, sounds like so much battery. Like, you're going to have to start... Watching an external battery, these things just for the sake of functionality. Well, at least it doesn't have that. Sounds so exhausting. So they'll be okay. Oh, what was that? Say again, Vicky? I said, at least they have like an L shaped battery, so they have a bigger battery, so hopefully they'll be okay. Minus my, <laughs> minus the technology and the power that um, Face ID pulled from the phone. Well, I mean, I could see a few uses for it, like trying to do something very similar to the pixel 2 and that you know it doesn't really need two cameras to do the depth sensing it just uses the one camera using dual pixels to then create a and machine learning to create that depth of effect um depth i think that's it depth effect um so if they're using 3d well if they're using lasers in a 3d sensor they can essentially do that couple that with their telephoto lens to create a slightly sharper and clearer picture, but I don't know if that's the actual reason why. The only other reason I would imagine why is that they want everyone to be able to do like an emoji karaoke, like <laughs> as a group. Ah. That too. Mm. I think that that might be their pitch point. They can yeah. make <laughs> pitch point next year. Sadly, no much. No matter how many, how much image image uh, processing you try to do, the quality is only ever going to be as good as the sensor. That's just how it works. Quite true. By the way, hi, Mister One. Welcome back. Um, but I mean, okay, we have to admit, Apple sensors are pretty good with their phones, so we can't really hit yeah. them with that. Yeah, agreed. So, I mean, it'll be interesting if this actually does pan out, what it will look like, and, you know, how the pictures will be. And, but then again, it's only, pictures can only get so good from a smartphone, at least yeah, at yeah, this exactly. current technology rate. Like, I feel, I feel like they're going to push it. Like they're, they're, they're not slowly pushing it like every other year, so they're pushing it every year. So, like, at a certain point, like, there's going to be... There's gonna be there's gonna be like a place of standstill where you can't really move at the present moment until you guys further develop things in like another year or two. So like, what are you guys gonna do then? Yeah, and I, to add on to that, I think that's where they're at now. So how do you now make your make your camera seem more impressive? You have to now add. Oh, you have backlighting and you have enhanced this, enhanced that. Like you just process the image better. So you can't improve your sensor anymore. So I actually feel they're at the right now. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I think there's maybe like one or two more tweaks that they could do to get a slightly better picture. And yeah. then the rest is just going to be gimmicks. At yeah. least for like the next one to three years. Augmented reality is a gimmick. <laughs> I have yet to use that, uh, you know. No augmented reality could become interesting and useful but the actual on a, uses on yeah on a smartphone but the uses of it is just simply not 
there yet. I mean, augmented reality has been a thing for years now, and I mean, it's been interesting to take a look and see like where things were posted, say on Instagram or Twitch. I mean, not Twitch, Twitter, um, using geolocation and stuff like that. But the actual idea of augmented reality, like getting information about a store and as soon as you like hold your phone up to it or being able to play games with people just by like seeing what's around and interacting with it like that. It's yeah, you kind of have it with things like Ingress and Pokemon Go and things that use a real world map, but it's not the dream that we had. And I don't think we're going to really get there until people actually start picking up on creativity yeah instead of just trying to make a make make a quick buck off some good idea I, right like right this is right this is right now good idea yeah um mr one technically pokemon go is based all entirely around ar because it's using the the term ar is augmented reality and so what they're doing is they're using a world map which is very similar to what ingress did and that they use a world map you walk around it and things happen on that map on your phone that don't happen in real life. Not only yeah. that, they also have it where there is the option where instead of when you like when you click on a Pokemon, you would then get, get be given two options. One, you see it directly in front of you and it's like a static background. And two, uh, you actually would have to move around and try to find where the Pokemon is, then swing your Pokemon uh, either the fruit or well berry or a pokeball at it to catch it and that used the ar as well because it then used your actual camera to show you something that doesn't actually exist in the real world yeah which was fun until it got stupid yeah yeah it was fun for like three couple i actually turned couple months, couple I months. Feel like i feel like that first week that i came out i turned that off no i i me and a few, me and a lot of people, we were committed to the cause. The gyms were pretty cool, and then it just got really dumb because you can't beat the gyms anymore, and you don't have enough people committed. And then, like especially in Freeport, the gyms were taken over by obviously a large group of tourists, and we can never get it back. <laughs> so at that point, it's like ugh, it's just not even worth it. This is a lot of spoofing over here. Yeah, there was. Would you talk about what? No way. Not us. Not us. We don't do them illegal things. In Nashville, not the Bahamas. We don't spoof in Bahamas. Stop that. Lies. <laughs> Bahamas, be honest. Like, Lies. Like the, game, like the game was so biased, man. Like I feel like I feel like Android was. I feel they favored Android more over iOS. Like, I felt like they were super biased. Cause like Android, Android updates would come on like that. iOS gotta wait like a day or two or so on. Yeah, cause it has to be updated inside the store. So it was like, like yeah. And then with AI, I turned that AI feature off like that first time. I think the first time I played it, it was like, ooh! And then like, I was just like, okay. And I turned it off. And like, I just thought, suck it yeah, it's like, it's like that one minute excitement. And then like afterwards, you kind of come yeah. back to reality. Yeah. It gets annoying to try and find like where it is. When you gotta, yeah, when you gotta like rotate it. And yeah, when I can just yeah. like put it right here and then like grab the Pokemon. Oh. But, 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 I think that pretty much covers our iPhone topics. But there was another phone that actually got launched today. Well, there was today. a phone that got launched today, yeah. The OnePlus, wow, OnePlus, OnePlus <laughs> 5T. Now, I, I decided to watch it. It was at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time this morning. And it was like two hours of just intro Dabble. videos that were like talking about the, iPhone, the OnePlus 5. Not even like the phone that we're currently looking at, just the OnePlus 5, the older phone. Then, when they actually started, they went into this huge, long, drawn-out thing of the OnePlus history. So, the actual keynote, like, when you actually find out about the 5T, was only something like 25 minutes long out of, like, two hours. A little over two hours. It's kind of like, 
Really? You put me through that? <laughs> like, I, I, I was watching it, but I was trying to watch it at work, and it just, really, it just wasn't happening. Like, after a while, like, people, like, they were playing music, I just couldn't hear the ending, and, like, it happened. But at the time when everybody's playing music, it was, like, right at the ending when they decided to introduce the phone. So, like, I missed everything, and I'm just there, like... Nice. Yeah, I'll be quite honest, like, I turned it off at a certain point, and then I just, like, came back after everything was finished so I could move ahead and actually just listen to what the parts that I wanted to listen to and skip all that, uh, that history and stuff like Rambling. that. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. They did a lot of comparisons between the older devices for the new one. I guess, I guess it's to, like, show you their progress, that, and then the fact that they listen to their users. I mean, but... Sorry, go on now. No, I was saying, I'm just, uh, just looked it up and I'm looking at the specs. It's not bad. It seems very impressive. Okay, but here's the thing. And <laughs> Mr. One, you're going to want to really realize this as well. So, yes, the Razer phone has 8 gigs of RAM. So, there was already another phone like that. But not only that, the OnePlus 5 is pretty much the exact same specs. The 5T is just a bigger screen. Mm, 6 and 6 Plus. Pretty much. <laughs> and here's the thing. They actually threw shade at Apple during this. Mm. The reason why they went with T, can you guess why? Because Apple already had apps. I mean, 10. Well, 10 apps. No. It's because, and I'm going to paraphrase it slightly, but I'm going to try and get it as close to it as possible. There is another company out there that has another brand of phone that ends in S. So S plus one uh, yes, is T. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and they're talking about the iPhone 6S and 5S and 5S and 4S. So it was kind of like, okay, that's interesting. Why? Well, okay. But I mean, the T, the T branding is not something new to them either. And I found something interesting. Well, the way they phrased it, I found interesting. They said that instead of waiting for, like, whenever new software is available, you try to upgrade your phones or whatever to get you the best experience. They want to do the same thing with hardware. And in my mind, I'm going, okay, so as soon as new hardware is available, you guys want to sell a new phone. So then you're always, like, every few months, you're going to be coming up with a new phone. Where does it end? When you have zero dollars. <laughs> I mean, granted, they, they no, do do when two they phones. sold the most phones and they won the, the phone race. But they, they can't. They're going up against Samsung right now and they still aren't quite making like that kind of headway. Um, Feels bad. <laughs> but, I mean, really, really think about it. Yeah, they're doing two phones. One phone, it comes out a little bit early in the year and another phone comes out around this time in the year which is generally the T, which is a slight difference in something of the specs. This time it, like, it's a slightly more bumpy camera and a bigger screen. And like a little bit better, they, they something with their pixels, where it's using four pixels instead to then pull in the information, which sounds a lot like what was happening with things like dual pixel technology and stuff like that. So it's not like, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, could capture as many pixels as you want. Your sensor is the only thing that matters for your for your real image quality. So try as you may. Yeah. Oh, speaking of the screen, I remember about it. They also threw shade at some other phones because <laughs> of their screens, and they said that you know we we heard about the news about other screens and you know them having problems. And that's why we waited to make sure we got, like, I'm paraphrasing again, but, like, the best quality screen. And then they say it's an AMOLED screen, and I'm like, so where'd you get that from? Let me guess, Samsung? <laughs> Maybe, but I feel like Samsung talk. Like, Samsung made so, many this, so much money this year. I know their yearly revenue was higher than last year for this year. I feel like they just came and swooped the whole market away. 
Sounds like, this, sounds like they're getting bonus in the sweatshops. Well, pro- well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. I feel sorry for those people, but... Um, I mean, when you think really think about it, yeah, a lot of the Android components were from Samsung. Sorry, the uh, Apple components for the iPhones were from Samsung. Well, especially from the iPhone X. Um, there are a number of phones that have the Samsung AMOLED screens. Uh, the S8 and Note 8 sold really well. And we don't really know where this uh, 5T screen came from. It could come from somewhere else, but I'm kind of wary at that since they said, you know, they got the best. And the best that we know right now is Samsung, so... Yeah, I feel like the the phone race is only going to end up in always being just a lawsuit race. I'm going to rip you off, but will you get enough money out of me to be viable? That's all it's about now. Pretty much. Because everybody's suing everybody for just the fact that you could sue. Yeah, there's like okay, iPhone's going to come out with a bigger ba- with a bigger battery. Samsung has a bigger battery, so now they're suing them. Okay, okay, fine. The iPhone's not releasing any phone this year. Samsung's suing them because they're because of no uh, property. Uh, okay, cool. Just getting stupider and stupider, in my opinion. Well, I mean, Apple's kind of done its own kind of stupid lawsuits as well, so yeah, kind of karma I mean, in a sense. It's just like it's always going to be a back and forth. And then yeah. anybody, any any newcomer trying to step in the race, they'd be like, "Well, guess what? I got this phone." And the two of them sue the the, the the newcomer, and he's like, "Well, I had a pretty cool phone, but obviously it's Apple's phone now, so fine." Ali, why do you have a pair of scissors in your hand? I'm cutting something. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you can see that. Yeah, you raised your hand up. <laughs> sorry. Um. Yeah. And then there were some other real odd things that I kind of picked up on during, like, the keynote. They're like, oh, well, the screen, when you go inside the sun, like, it's going to make it, the contrast a little bit, it's going to change the contrast and make things easier to see. And I'm like, you mean adaptive display, which phones have had for a while? You saw, like, the Android users when Apple says, you know, they have this and they have that and they have that. And people are just like, oh, but you know, we had that for a year. We had that for three years. We had that for what, five years now. Exactly how you sound. But I yeah, mean, I the, the thing about it is, it's still Android. It's just like a fork of Android called Oxygen OS, which is, they're still trying to mimic stock Android in a sense. So it's kind of like, but this was already there. I saw that. And like, I, I, like, I remember seeing like the glimpse of the Oreo, um, icon on the screen i was just like could you guys kind of still steal their icon as well or are you guys just like displaying that you know you guys are trying to make all like your own thing just like depending on from, like android or let's talk now no it's, it's so running the- android nougat 7.1.1 but their icon looks a lot like or like something with oreo so it's kind of like hmm. and yeah, like I was gonna say, it was like a bunch of when I when I when I when I was actually watching and I was listening, which is probably like the beginning. It was like a lot of rambling. It was like a lot of a lot of I'm just gonna say this, like kind of run on basically, and then like afterwards they eventually finally got with it and started talking about the phone for this year. Yeah. By the way, Mister One, I mean I get where you're coming from. Like, they, Samsung really is going with everything. They, they kind of do... I think Chris says it a lot. They listen to their market as well, which is the reason why they brought back the SD card. They still have the headphone jack. They're using USB Type-C. Um, but the one thing that I don't think they're going to be going back to is the replaceable battery. That's only not really happening on their lower-end devices. Honestly, a replaceable battery is kind of like the best. Yeah, it is. It makes it a lot cheaper, but I guess yeah, if the ba- if the, f- the battery goes, then replace the whole phone. Yeah, makes more money. Sadly, of course, people will like the premium design, which is where this entire thing came from. Where it's like yep. yeah. unibody metal is like 
all glass and it's like okay but i used to like taking off the back of my phone and like swapping out the battery yeah, the battery yeah and then there was this i mean sorry I'll, I'll, but i i quite literally saw this week a phone with that has that kind of unibody display where the battery was swelling up inside of it cracked off the back and it's like whoa not such a bright idea now huh yeah the battery was probably on the ledge of exploding and a person was just so chilled with that yeah but um I remember a while back there was this company trying to build a phone with interchangeable pieces. Like you could buy a bigger battery, and I'm sure you may have seen it. Yeah, that's where the it was sil- Yeah, silver phone, and it's like that was probably one of the better ideas. And heaven knows it only happened to that. Well, what happened to that was <laughs> okay. So there was Blocks, and then Blocks partnered up with Google to create um, Project Aura. Project Aura kind of died in a sense that, you know, they didn't have a whole lot of support. So, yeah, and it just didn't pan out. And then there was another one by ZTE, which was working on something very similar, but it was only a prototype they showed at CES. Much like how Razer did their modular um, PC tower, and that was only at CES. That never went anywhere. So, I don't know. I just want to. Someone just needs to come up with a phone that's going to be good for everybody, not hated by everybody, and just going to bring peace peace among worlds, man. You want to burn the world? (laughs) (laughs) The world will burn before that happens. Um, There's also another thing they have face unlock on the 5T. They, they, they specifically mentioned face unlock. Here comes the lawsuit. <laughs> but, I mean, okay. Here's the thing. Samsung's had that for a while now. I've seen it, I remember. Um, it wasn't too good back in the day. Well, yeah. I, I forget if it was Android that has it first, and then Samsung brought up the Iris ID. Well, Iris scanning. Yeah. I don't remember, like, what happened with that. Like, who started what first? But It's going to get to a point where they just start scanning DNA. Might be. Apparently, with this though, and they, they were like, oh, it's, it's so secure. And I'm like, oh, so you guys did something similar to Apple. Which is like a few thousand, like tens of thousands of facial checkpoints and stuff like that using the um, true depth camera. That's it. Uh, wait, is it true depth or true sense? Well, it's, a true, it's, it's, a true, it's a true camera sensor, basically. <laughs> um, and then, just gave it fancy name. The thing about this, though, guess how much um, facial points this one checks for? 13. Vicky? Um, Remember, Apple's own does like tens of thousands. Hmm. Let's see. I feel like it's low. Oh, what'd you say, Vicky? 5,000? No. 150. <laughs> oh, 150. 150. That's, that's not 1,000. That's just 150 facial checkpoints. Hmm. And that's they want to... Very... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was going to do that. I feel like that's what to be super easy to crack. Well, yeah, and that's kind of the thing. Like, they were saying, oh, it's so fast. And then they were like, oh, well, for security purposes, you won't be able to use it to, like, use for payments. Yeah, you have to use the, the fingerprint scanner on the back. Yeah. So but they like, have it as an option. How, how is that? that they have. You guys don't feel secure using this secure technology for people's payments. Payments. What? Yeah. Uh, it's it's a ninety. They say it's a ninety nine percent rate if it sees your eyes and nose. So that means it's only scanning for your eyes and nose. It isn't really about, mapping out your face. What about my heads and shoulders? These and those. Oh my! <laughs> I mean, because like if Apple owns 
Apple one can be cracked. So, and like Apple have tens and thousands. So you can imagine 150. Yeah. I wouldn't trust that. I would no. just like constantly use, um, fetch, well, well, it is it is only technically back. being cracked by like kind of like the, the some of the face, the exact the exact same face, but then the whole one with the kids. I need to check that out. Yeah, there there are videos like there. There's a video have... of a kid. He um, he puts his phone, have his mom's phone up to his face, and it unlocks. That's hilarious. Oh. He's a very pretty young kid. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy, poor kid. And the the other thing from the keynote that I found now this one was interesting but also really odd. How would you feel about a slider on the side of your phone to change the notification options between you know full notifications to just alarms to do not disturb or like priority only? I guess that'd be, that'd be pretty good. But I don't know, I don't have space for that. Help for me. I feel like I feel like my slide is already occupied by the silent and ring to an on and off button. Well, switch. I think that's kind of where they got the idea from it. Because I mean, if you really take a look and Okay. So my phone. If I do volume, I get three options. And this is where they're taking it from. One for mm. media. Oh, and it went away. So one for media, one for ringtone, and then one for alarms. Um. And then there are there are different options that you could do. So let me pull this into it really quick. Pull down, pull down. Okay. So we've got priority only, alarms only, and total silence, which are three options for do not disturb. Now, I'm, I'm guessing they don't have the alarms only, so it's probably on, priority only, and total silence. I don't quite remember. I wasn't, like, at that point, I was already getting lazy just listening to the show. <laughs> but it kind of feels like a real hardware gimmick than anything. Yeah, that's probably, that's how it kind of had sounds. Like, uh, Oh, you know, this phone is going to revolutionize your life because now you don't have to worry about things. They're going to over-exaggerate. Oh, I'm pressing it 10,000 times and it's still not going down quick enough. Like, you just flip a switch and your life is now way more convenient by our phone. It's like, eh, uh, not really. And then you're going to run into the same issue with a lot of iPhone users when, you know, they're wondering, well, I'm not hearing my phone calls. Well, have you turned like, the switch you know, up? Yep. Accidentally hit the switch. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know how that's going to really work out. Sadly. And there is one thing about OnePlus as well that kind of came up earlier this week. Uh, well, actually two things. There were two apps that were found that are located on a lot of the OnePlus devices so far that have that will log information about you and your phone. Things like location, GPS, Bluetooth connectivity, Wi-Fi connections, that kind of thing. And wow. you know, people tweeted about it and like went to Reddit and like OnePlus forums and you know complained about it when they actually found out about it. And OnePlus actually responded, and this is their response. Yesterday, we received a lot of questions regarding an APK found in several devices, including our own, named Engineer Mode. And we would like to explain what it is. Engineer Mode is a diagnostic tool mainly used for factory production line functionality testing and after-sales support. We've seen several statements by community developers that are worried because these, this APK grants root privileges. So that's something on your device that can root your device, get full access to your device, and is also logging all of your information. Interesting. So and they continue on saying, 
While it can enable ADB root, which provides privileges for ADB commands, pretty much those commands I just mentioned, it will not let third-party apps access full root privileges. Additionally, the root is only accessible if USB debugging, which is off by default, is turned on, and any sort of root access would still require physical access to your device. While we don't see this as a major security issue, we understand that many that users may have concerns and therefore we have removed the ADB root function from engineer mode in an upcoming OTA. Meaning they're still going to keep it on there, they're just removing it from being able to root your phone. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Staff BI. <laughs> One thing that they've also found, and this is not that company talking anymore, but um, they found that engineer mode is also an app that is made by Qualcomm for diagnostics of their Snapdragon processors. So the app was phone also found on things like the Asus Zenfone and the Xiaomi Redmi uh, 3S. So it's not necessarily something you wouldn't have on your device. It's just typically people would remove it before actually selling it. Yeah. Ah, okay. Interesting. So, I mean, I don't... And then now leaves the question to how many phones out there originally had this feature and they just removed it. That's just no one knew about. No one knew about. Yep. Yeah. It's not be so sketchy. Mr. One, we've been being watched ever... Yep. I think Nali... Big Brother's always watching. Okay. Always watching Wazowski. <laughs> I feel like at this time, it's... At this time, like, I feel like I already know someone's watching me, so it's like, okay. And then we just Enjoy the on. nudes. I, yeah. Oh, so you do take news in Vicky. No, I don't. But I'm just saying, like, it's just like, I already know someone's watching me, and I read my messages, like, listen to my conversation, so it's just like... Can't really do anything about it, so see the move on with life or turn to like them people that like have conspiracy theories and stuff like that. You'd look good in a tinfoil hat, <laughs> tinfoil pyramid hat. Good. Oh, someone else finally gets the pyramid hat thing. Yeah. Okay, because Vicky and Chris, I mentioned that like during one of the other shows, and like they just kind of looked at me weird, and it's like. Yeah, like y'all have never seen that, dude. You you've never watched you drama with the guys with the, with the pyramid hat. When I hear pyramid hat, I think of like the little dance hat that they make the children wear and like stick them in a corner. No, That's what the, I think. No, not those ones. The legit uh, pyramids, straight up. Chris thought I was talking about the um, pyramid head from Silent Hill, and I'm like, no, no. there was something before that. If it's, if it's Pyramid Head from Silent Hill, you've gone down the wrong path. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of different things are listening to you nowadays. Everything from the, from Google to Facebook to Apple to the governments Google. to Russians, Nigerians. Yeah, pretty much. So, so just have a good conversation. At least, you know, make it worth their while. It's the least you could do. Did you guys hear about the, um, like, if you have an, e if you get an email from one of those spam, like, well, the people that pretty much try to fraud you out of money. Yeah. You can forward the email to a bot. The bot will actually legit try and have a conversation with them. And just try to get them to waste their waste their time answering you. Well, answering the bot. What? That's hilarious. And then, like after they stop responding, they'll send you the transcript. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my god, I've done that today. Oh man, I have so many. I have so much spam email in my junk. I want to keep a lot of bots real busy, real for a long period of time. Uh, I need to try and remember. Let me let me see what if I can find out what that bot is. Let me see. Like, I've had a lot of people 
send me troll messages and I just kind of condone it. Like, yeah, so what's that about? Oh, well, if XYZ happens and you do this and you do that, then this will happen and we can do this for you and we can do that. I say, okay, great. So what's the process if I go sign up? And then they send me the links and all that. So I say, I'm trying, but it doesn't seem to be working. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. So like I start playing ignorant. I'm like, I say, okay, I say, is there another way for you to show me? Like, is this, could you like get on, like, get on Skype and just walk me through it? And they're like, oh, well, you know, we don't really do Skype, but I don't understand what I'm doing. Like, I just, oh, this would be so much fun. And they're like, you know, we probably may have to get someone else to contact you. Yeah, okay, that's no problem. But I really wanted to get it done. Just let me know what I need to do. Apparently, to do that, all you need to do is forward it to me at R-E-S-C-A-M at dot org. So that's me at rescam.org. <laughs> <laughs> I love the name, rescamming. Yeah, it's perfect. Scam the scammers. Yeah. But uh, that that covers it for this week's episode of Tech Talk. Uh, I'd like to thank my two guests for coming on. Thanks, so thank you for Quell, and thank you Nally. Thank you, Mister Juan, for coming on another episode of Tech Talk and interacting with us via chat. And thank you to Russian Salt and Skunk G11 for following during this. Uh, well. For following and <laughs> uh, so don't forget esports wrap is on tuesdays at 6 30 p.m eastern standard time so that'll be back next week and tech talk will be back next thursday 6 30 p.m eastern standard time as well you can always watch us on youtube at youtube.com slash moar cookies and we also are on our podcast so you know if you're on apple Podcasts or google play music or anything else like that Whatever podcast that you use, or you can just subscribe and listen to us at morecookies.com. Feel free to. And uh, feel free to subscribe to any of those, including here on Twitch, or follow, or whatever it is that you want to do. And uh, until next time, this is Michael Amargan, and see you next time. Peace. <laughs>